0: Welcome to That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann. It is That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann and catching up today with an Eastern Cape original in Rory Petzer. Some would call him a comedian, but he is much, much more than that. He has a day job in radio. A former producer of mine, but he has not let that stand in the way of his success. He's recently won an award at the Savannah Comics Choice Awards. Morning, Rory, and well done on the award. Things going well?
1: Darren Mann. Wow, this is so cool to be talking to you. Um, Yeah, things are still great. I'm currently still buzzing. And I won the award on Saturday night at about 10 o'clock. And it is now how many days later? And I'm still buzzing. Like I still have that award up on the shelf and I look at it in the morning. I get up and go,
0: ah, look at that.
1: That's your award, Rory. That's your award for posting funny stuff online. That's your award for trolling people with jokes every single day. Sometimes like 10 a day. So yeah, Darren, is going really well, man. Really cool to chat to you.
0: Now, Rory, your Comics Choice Award came in the Uplifting Comics Award. Talk us through exactly what that means.
1: Ah, yes. So it was the Uplifting Comedic Content Award. And it was a category sponsored by Lyft Airline. And basically, it was for comedic content that is uplifting. And funnily enough, the video that was chosen was one where I spoke about about being in Durban in 2022 or being in South Africa in 2022. And I basically spoke about all our problems. So it was basically um, first dates, questions on first dates. So you wouldn't ask things like, uh, do you want babies? Do you want to get married one day? What do you do for a living? You rather ask the important stuff like, do you have a JoJo tank? Do you have solar panels? Do you have a checker's extra savings card? Does your family own a petrol station? So The fact that that was uplifting makes me happy because as South Africans, we find it uplifting when we joke about our problems. I don't know if any other countries do that, but when like load shedding trends, for instance, or stage eight trends, um, the trending thing on Twitter won't be the press release from Eskom. It's always a joke posted by a comedian or someone about stage eight. So yeah, I love the fact that we can turn our problems. We have a lot of them in South Africa right now. We can turn our problems into uplifting comedic content. And the fact that I did that and won an award for it makes me really,
0: really, really happy. Tell us about the process. Who nominated you? What body of work of yours was entered or submitted? I think I read somewhere that you actually only heard of your nomination for the award while watching television.
1: Yes. So you would have seen it on TV either on the DSTV ad for the category that was floating for a few weeks or And there's a little flex for everyone. Or you might have seen my interview on ENCA when I spoke about the awards um, the night before it happened. You might have seen that. It was an ENCA News, by the way, which is like national news and stuff.
0: Just a little flex. Now, you currently work at East Coast Radio in Durban. Any difficulty in juggling your two roles? And can you see it getting to a point where you will have to choose one over the other?
1: Uh, So this question about juggling the two or losing one for the other. This is one that's been in my head for like a while. And now, especially after winning the award now, it's in my head again. And even more uh, prevalently, is that a word? Prevalence? Yes, it is. So I think because the radio show is three hours long and I know, right? I only work three hours a day. No, I don't. I also do, I produce the show, okay? So I put the content together, which takes like decades. So it's basically... All I see it as all just one big content-creating space. So I don't see it as two different roles. I see it as one big content-creating space. So basically, I wake up at 5 in the morning, another flex, and then I go for a run, another flex, and then I just start creating content, like just content all day. Some of that content is for me, and some of it is for my radio show with Carol LaFaurie, and some of it is for both. So at the moment, I can do both, and they feed into each other really well, I can't see a a position where I would have to choose one over the other. Because also, when you're creating content, you want to be in a place that is encouraging you to create content. So I think if I left the radio, for instance, for the comedy, or vice versa, I'd be sitting at home then, doing what? Trying to create content on a page with nothing else around you. So the fact that you're seeing people every day, you're in a building with creative people, that helps a lot with the comedy. um, And also being a comedian and doing shows on stage and stuff and seeing people, different people, Helps a lot with the radio. So I've just answered the question in my head now because it has been juggling around for a long time. So no. They are creating they are
0: content creating roles and they are they work really well together. Yes. You are very active with your work on social media. I was wondering, do you use the reaction and response you get online as a guide for what to include in your stand-up routines?
1: So yeah, um my social media, I use it a lot with my comedy and Uh, I basically use it as, um, so if you follow me on social media and you you comment on my stuff or you like my stuff or whatever, thank you so much for for being my guinea pig. So I'll post something there and often I'll post it not only to see if it works, but also to see how else I can take this thing. So where else I can take it. So I'll post, let's say, an observation um, because I love doing observations like how we live and stuff and finding funny ways in the way that we live. Like I did a video on priority boarding. Like, why are these people paying extra money to sit on the plane for longer it does not make sense so i did a video about that and then i will often take that to stage with me as well but i'll have to like make a story around it. you can't just take a social media post to of stage so often you'll post a tweet that's really funny as a tweet as a bunch of words put together but you can't now go read a tweet on stage like oh da 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 people aren't going to laugh you have to create a story around it so i use my social media for two ways to test my social to test my content like is this thing really funny and another really, really clever way, I think, is I'll put something down there and then I'll watch what the comments say and then often people will take it to an angle that I never thought I could take it. So I never thought about this angle. So I'll put something there and then Alan from PMB, thank you, Alan from PMB, by the way, will post a comment saying, ah, oh, this is funny, what about this? I'm like, oh, I never thought of that angle. That's amazing. And then Nosipo in Town will be like, Rory, da-da-da-da-da, something else. I'm like, That's a really good, that's actually a better angle. Thank you, Nocipo. So I'll take this thing that I've posted and I'll use Nocipo's angle because it's actually much better. Or I'll start with this and I go, you know what? Nocipo said this, which is actually much funnier. So if you follow me on social media and you like all my stuff in your comments, thank you for A, being my guinea pig, my litmus test, and B, being my content, content contributor or content
0: creating contributor. Thank you. I appreciate it a lot. Tell us about your comedic idols. Who are the stars that uh, you thought were pretty good growing up and perhaps even think are still pretty good today?
1: Uh, so my comedic idols, the very first one is Ricky Gervais. Um, Since day one, since my first, very first day in comedy, nine years ago, eight years ago, I would watch all of his stuff, like extras, The Office, everything, over and over again. I'd watch all his stand-up stuff, and that's where I got my inspiration from, I think. And I learned very quickly as well as a junior doing comedy that a lot of Ricky Gervais comedy doesn't work in South Africa um, with a sometimes conservative audience. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to be the next Ricky Gervais. I'm going to make jokes about this, 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 and this. And I'm going to also be like completely controversial. I'm going to say this on stage. And I would try it sometimes and I would die a death, like a death and think, why aren't people laughing? I'm like, because South Africa doesn't find that funny, Rory. So. He's my comedic hero, my comedic idol. But as much as I love his content and what he does, for some reason, South African audiences mostly don't appreciate that sort of thing. And then another one, um, South African comedic hero is definitely Barry Hilton. Like I've opened for him a few times and he often contacts me. Like he always says to me whenever I see him, he goes, Rory, anytime you need help with absolutely anything. If you've got any idea in your head and you want to know how to make it funnier, how to make it better, how to make it bigger, please just phone me. Like, don't hesitate. Just phone me. I'm, yeah, I will help you. So that was really cool. Like, I always saw Barry Hilton when I was younger as like this, um, this big comedic idol thing. Like, you can't, like, this is just this guy I'm never going to meet. I'm never going to see. Like, I'll just see him on a stage and on, back in those days, on DVDs. And now, like, basically, oh, so the one day I was driving home from work and my phone was ringing and it was Barry Hilton. I'm like, is Barry Hilton pocket dialing? What's going on here? And I was like, How's it, Baz? What's up? Like all nervous. And then he was like, Rory, man, I'm just phoning to tell you I've been watching your content on social media and it's bloody good, man. I'm really loving how you're putting stuff together. Your videos are really good. I'm loving the content. Are you writing that stuff? So I was still like, uh, this is Barry Hilton. Uh, 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 yes, I am. He goes, just keep it up, man. It's really good. Really good. And then I was like, Barry, but you're coming to Durban in October. He goes, yeah. I said, uh, can I open up for you? Because yes, of course you can. Just speak to Sandy. Done deal. Like thanks for it. Bye. I was like, that was Barry Hilton. Barry Hilton just phoned me on my phone from his phone. Like, Barry Hilton just phoned me. Like, so yeah, he's definitely one of my heroes. I'm um, probably bigger than Ricky Gervais, actually. Barry Hilton, he's the one, man.
0: Give us an idea of what it's like to get yourself noticed as a new comedic talent in South Africa. Any tips for those you would like to follow in your footsteps? Yeah, so being noticed as
1: a comedian in South Africa, it's been a a long process. So I started out on stage, probably on social media first, and then on stage, and then a bit of both. And then it just takes a hell of a lot of consistency. So you can't, it's like, it's like anything, you can't be a marathon runner if you don't run every day, if you don't run every week, or you keep on doing it. So with content creation and with comedy, whether it's online or on stage, exactly the same thing. Like, there were times, especially or during the pandemic, when there were no shows, and then after the pandemic, we all came back to do shows again. And every single comedian I know struggled, struggled so badly because, like, we forgot what it was like to be on stage and like to deliver, to deliver jokes again, to like deliver to an audience. So there's a whole lot of things. Why I think a whole lot of reasons why, um, that happens is because things like comedic timing as well. You sort of lose that like that rhythm in your head that you have when you're on stage all the time. It's sort of like a rhythm that goes through your head, like a beat that goes, and you know exactly how stuff works and why stuff works and how to say it to make it work. And when you're not doing it regularly, you forget that stuff. So every single show, basically every single time I go on stage, I, re- I voice record my entire set, always on my phone in my pocket, and I voice record my sets. Then I will go back and listen and listen when I got big laughs and listen when I got no laughs and go, ah, I got no laughs there because I worded that thing a little bit clumsily. Like the audience lost me at that sentence and then it's sort of like if you're in radio in radio we do things like air checks where you check your show and you listen, listen to every link on the radio same thing with comedy and being a comedic talent in south africa or in the world you have to just keep on air checking yourself and just be consistent just keep on doing it over and over and over again you can't just post one funny thing and go i've gone viral with a hundred thousand retweets i'm famous no you've got to keep on doing it again and again and again and again and again and again it's like training for anything. Um, Yeah, so those are tips I would advise for anyone who wants to get into comedy or just content creation in general. Just be consistent and always be thinking about it all the time. You must basically obsess over it. So in the shower, you're thinking about content. When you see someone in the queue at Pick and Pay picking up a Kit Kat and putting down their loaf of bread, why is that funny? Make that funny somehow. Like You must always be looking around for content and for funny things. Laurie it's been a pleasure
0: adios thanks for your time all the best going forward your people are watching well done
1: thanks Darren this has been fantastic really really enjoyed chatting to you um it's been a long time been too long really great chat and then eastern cape as we speak right now like literally as we speak now not tomorrow as we speak right now i'm busy arranging organizing shows in the eastern cape which hopefully will be very very soon so please watch my socials if you're not watching my socials where have you been it's rory petzer at rory petzer p-e-t-z-e-r just find me everywhere and follow me and then look at my socials and i'll put posters up and stuff and then you can come watch me and we can meet and like have a fun time and everything okay because i miss you guys i miss eastern paper hell of a lot man that's where everything started
0: that was that weekend feeling with darren mann